Laura from The Western. And as you know, The Western is all about inspiring and encouraging the people from the Western suburbs. And in today's episode, we actually have Marielle. Hey! And if you don't know who Marielle is, she is a young dancer in a group called Delinquents. Yeah. And Marielle, so do you want to tell us what got you into dancing? Um, so when I first, like, I think I was on YouTube one day and I was, like, on our PC and it was, like, the only computer in our house. Um, I was just on, like, the, you know, the feed of YouTube and you're just watching a c- bunch of videos. Yeah. Um, and then I got onto this video and it was it was called, I'm really explicit, but it was, like, Wet the Bed by, um, by Chris Brown. <laughs> Um, I know that song. I don't even know how that goes. Um, but yeah, but it on. was a dance. Um, this person named Brian Puspos made choreography yes. to it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I watched the video and I was like, "This is so cool. I want to be doing something like this." And then I just watched a bunch more of his videos, and then from there, I just sort of danced in my living room, and you know, just from then, it was just like a small little hobby of mine. Wow. But yeah. And how old were you at the time? I think I was like, I think I was 12 years old at the time. And I was like, just about to be like, start my first year in high school. Wow. The next year, so yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. And so how did you start stepping out into dancing? Like, at, was there activities you did at school or like, did you join a group in school? Um, I think so. Uh, my first time ever dancing with a group was like um, in primary school. Mm-hmm. It was like this um, dancing program called Dance Fever. Okay, um, it was like yeah. it was like tango and everything, but it wasn't really tango. <laughs> yeah, I know it's totally <laughs> the opposite of what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think when I joined a youth group called YFC Youth for Christ, mm-hmm. um, they had like a little dance group I did, and so I joined into that. And then a lot of the leaders in that community group. Um, because I think we had a joining camp and I just danced for like this talent thing. The talent show? Yeah, it's like a talent show of the the camp. And then from there, they asked me to be a part of the group. So I did. And so that was the first time I was ever part of a group for dancing. Yeah. And what was that experience like for you? Uh, It was was such a crazy experience because when I did this group, I was really shy, like total opposite of who I am now. And, um, but everyone was there was really welcoming and nice and then that sort of like helped me gain confidence yeah um so when i did the youth group we did um like it was like a little competition creative arts competition in the youth group and um when i was doing the dancing like from there they would teach us dances and teach us formations and everything yeah and then um after um i think we would compete in our little area they would have conferences which is like all the states together whoa and yeah I, yeah and i think my first conference was in uh, queensland and okay, yeah, yeah so we had all the states from like melbourne and queensland and perth and everything came together in queensland i'm at this conference center and then one of the nights it was like a conference competition yeah or creative arts competition sorry yeah and then um that was like my first experience like you know doing that sort of stuff and it was such a crazy because it, it just you were such with other people who love doing what you do as well. Yeah. And it just gave me so much confidence and I really enjoyed every bit of it. That's so yeah. awesome. And I, it would have been like, for me, complete opposite. I would have been so nervous. Yeah. Like how many people were you actually um, competing in front of? It was, it was like, it, but it, it like, it was pretty like nerve. Like I was super nervous because it was like people I didn't know. Of course. But then yeah. obviously like, you know, everyone was just, vibing off each other's energy yeah. and positive energy that I didn't really mind it 
um, and I had a lot of fun. And I think it was like this conference had like maybe four hundred people. Wow, I'm not exactly too sure because it was like everyone around (laughs) of Australia. So I was like, oh whoa, that's crazy. That's Um, so crazy. Yeah, that was that was like my first experience. As a dancer. And then from then, what what did you start doing as well? Like, um, So from then, um, I stayed, I did that youth dance for three to four years. Okay. Yeah. And then um, in my last two years, I was the leader of the actual group. Wow. So then I was like making choreography and everything, you know, saving up. Um, and then um, during my years in youth, I met someone named Justin Oblea. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a part of an actual dance crew called KCC, Kingdom Culture Company. Whoa. Yeah, so um, yeah, so they had an audition. I think back in two thousand and fourteen, mm-hmm. or two thousand two thousand sixteen. Sorry, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Um, and then he told me to come down to the audition, and I was like super nervous. I was like, no, but I'm not a good dancer yet. Yeah, and he's like, no, you can just but give he it saw a go. It in you, yeah, he's you just know? like give it a go. You never know what you could do. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go down. I was so nervous. I've never been more nervous in my life for anything. And then. Yep. Because we were learning choreography and everyone was like killing it. And I was like the girl in the corner that was like, oh my God, what am I doing here? I yeah. don't belong. Um, and then they made us do a piece and I created this piece. I forgot what I made it to, but it was a song by Kyle. And um, it was such a short piece and I was so scared because I was in, I was like freestyling on the spot. Wow, um, how nerve-wracking. Yeah, and it's just you? Yeah, like, it's just me. Oh my gosh. Like in front wow. of like a bunch of people that know what they're actually doing. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, nah, I'm not going to make it. It's definitely not going to happen. And then the I think two days after, they set, gave out the results. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to look at the results because even though I know I'm not wow, going to make it. Wow, it's full on. Yeah, like, it's full on. Like, it was like yeah. super like all that. And then I'm looking down the list. And I'm like, and I see these other people that killed it on the night. And I'm just like, oh, it's my name. And I'm going down. I was like, what? It's my name. Oh and my then gosh. I, I full like messaged Justin. I was like, oh my God, did I really make it? He's like, yeah, you did. That's so And exciting. I was like so happy and excited, but I was really scared at the same time because yeah. it was my first time with the dance crew. So when we, um, when they had their first practice and this was mid-year of 2016. So yeah. I was joining mid-year. So I think they were preparing for a competition yeah, and I was yeah. just, um, just like in the more, um, what do you call it? developing group part yeah. of the the crew so um i would just go and learn some choreography learn of some really dope choreographers that are well known in australia yeah um and it was just a really like good experience for me yeah um, the only part about it is that i felt really i didn't feel confident in myself just yet because you just um, beginning yeah you know? i was i was yeah. just beginning so i didn't know anything about all of these dances or the sort of different styles and what fa- hip-hop really was. Yeah. Um, so, like, the group was, like, but KCC really um, did such an amazing job of making everyone feel welcome. Yeah. I have, like, it was, like, the first time where I felt so welcomed into a group and, like, I, I didn't know them that well. Yeah. Um, but I guess just for me, I kept bringing myself down because I didn't have a lot of confidence. Yeah. Um, so I think after a couple a few months in the group, I sort of kind of drifted away right. just because I felt really low of myself to be right. in such of a group that there was so many experienced dancers. Yeah. Um, but and was that like one of your biggest challenges? Like, yeah, you were just battling your internal self. Yeah, it was more it was just battling myself. Like the group did nothing wrong. I really loved them. But I just for me, it was more like, hey, like, I don't feel like I'm ready to be a part of the team. Yeah. And I didn't know how to sort of like professionally do it back then because I didn't have any confidence in myself yeah so I just started drifting away from the dance crew 
Um, but then from there, like, I didn't, like, it was really hard to sort of talk to them and sort of stuff. So I just kind of, like, had, like, a period where I stopped dancing for a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, from there, it was just, like, yeah, I just didn't do much after yeah. I drifted away. But I did still keep myself included, like, when they competed at the competition. I went to support because my family was actually hosting a uh, Filipino mega crew um, yeah. called the Power Impact Dancers. Um, we were hosting them, and they were competing as well, and I, they were able to get us tickets. So I was like, hey, come down and support yeah. both the teams, like KCC, Power Impact. Uh, <coughs> sorry. And um, it was such a crazy experience because in the room, you like you had so many dancers, so many people supporting, and it was just this incredible like energy you feel off these like these dancers competing for that number one spot. Yeah. And I felt so like motivated when I was watching. When you like, went there. Yeah, when I watched um, yeah. the, them them compete at uh, World Supremacy Battlegrounds. Yeah. Um, and then um, when I saw KCC perform, I was like, that is crazy. Like, I, I want to do that one day. I want to be able to compete. Yeah. Um, and then I think after that, like, I had, I did little things for, like, Power Impact. I, like, I held a dance workshop for them. Yeah. Because um, I wanted people to see how incredible these dancers from the Philippines are and that sort of stuff. So my mom helped me. Yeah. Um, and then midway, we had like some people from KCC come down, or some people from this other um, adult dance crew from Blacktown called Suspects. Yeah, um, they came down too to take the workshop. You know, everyone was having fun, really good vibes. Um, and then after that, I didn't really do much because I wasn't part of any crew because I kind I drifted away from KCC. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't really doing. And much. how old were you? I was uh, sixteen. Sixteen, 16 seventeen around this time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I think a couple of days after the workshop, um. This was a day like everything changed for my life. It was when um, my manager Edgar um, messaged me and was like, "Hey, are you interested in joining a varsity like just crew?" Just randomly. Yeah, just super yeah. randomly, and I I didn't know who he was. Just popped out of the blue and he was like, "Hey, do you want to join varsity dance crew?" So varsity dance crew is like the, a crew ranging ages ranging from um, I think fourteen to seven, fourteen to eighteen. Okay, yeah. Um, and I was like sixteen, seventeen at the time. Yeah. So. I would say, and I was like, I had to look up what varsity meant because I, I've never done <laughs> That's this. That's such an thing. American term. Yeah, anything. I know. Yeah. So, and then I was like, hey, definitely down. And he told me all the details. Like, he's been asking other people as well. So, and I invited my friend to come as well because I didn't want to go by myself. Of course, so, yeah. Um, when we went, it was at Blacktown Civic Center, which is right next to Blacktown Library. Yeah. It's like next to this grass, this circle of grass, um, just across from Eljana. And you have, like, a bunch of other kids as well over there. And uh, me and my friend were really nervous because, yeah. like, the last time I was part of a dance crew, it was really, it was really scary. A long time ago as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, that first day, everyone was just, like, just dancing, doing their pieces and everything because they was like, oh, you have to do a piece just to see if you guys are really determined, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I did mine and um, my friends did theirs. And we learned to set as well. Um, I think we had the choreographer at the time for the dance crew was uh, RJ Salvador. Um, he used to make all the choreographies and stuff, and then we were learning a piece of him, and then we did it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. I and was is like, that more of an audition kind of? thing? Yeah, it was like more of an audition feel. But he just, I think, um, at the time, like Edgar just really wanted to see the numbers he would get for the team. Right. Um. So, but that day, like that day, I think 2016 was like I think it was during October September. Um, kind of changed like everything for me because um, from then we just had practices and we would come learn more pieces 
and it would be so it wasn't so much that you're already a part of the group yet yeah it was I just think, more yeah. so like yeah seeing how it goes first but then after a couple of trainings he then started trying um try to make it into a more of official thing so then yeah. we were part of this the crew or you originally used to be called cryptics okay had a really long meaning i totally forgot what it meant because it was like each letter would represent a word oh, but it was gosh. super long um <laughs> it comes up with <laughs> i know thing. right it was just like well, how, <laughs> how did we even create this yeah um but then after a couple of trainings um we were learning pieces and then he was getting us gigs to perform at yeah um i think our first proper one was at switch which is like a, oh yeah, yeah i know that yeah. Clarissa mentors at switch yeah it's like um yeah. like uh every not every month like more of like a term thing where yeah. they would put a showcase up for people to perform at um and we performed as a team uh i think the experiences during this team was like it's definitely up and down like some people would be there for the right reasons some people would be there for the wrong reasons right. i think this um but the thing is i thought that this team was more suitable for me because everyone was on the same level yeah you know and i thought that hey like um everyone else is kind of like me and maybe it'd be easier for me to feel more comfortable with myself if i grow with this team yeah um so yeah we had like a lot of ups and downs some people um were on and off or couldn't commit uh, so we had a bunch of people leave after our actual proper performance. Yeah. And so um, our manager decided just uh, decided to enter us into our first competition. Yeah. Um, and it was for the varsity division. This was in 2017, um, where that year was our starter year. Yeah. Um, we changed our name to Delinquents. Right. Um, was that a group decision? Yeah, it was more of a group decision because I think once we made the name Cryptics and we had everyone leave and not being able to commit we were like hey maybe we need a new fresh name that's so good i think i'm and pretty that sure kind of like probably set the mood yeah. for the new team yeah so i think the new team was like new vibes you know fresh start and i'm pretty sure i was in a, the one that came up with the name but you know sometimes i think it was my manager either way um <laughs> it's like, no, it was me, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, um we came up with a new name to try to figure out a logos everything um, and at the time, we only had maybe, like, seven people in our crew. Okay. And originally, when we first started, we had, like, 19 kids, 19 that's teenagers. That's so much. Yeah. Is that a, that's a thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, having yeah. a crew that big. Yeah. And then um, so cool after, crew. <laughs> after a while, uh, we had uh, people, you know, go, and go, go there and then there. So we yeah. have, were left with, like, seven, eight. Right. Um, but we decided to make a crew with that number and see how we go for the varsity division. Mm. And we were a totally newbie, fresh team. Like, we were just fresh off the bat. Like, yeah. we knew nothing about foundations of, like, popping or whacking or locking and that sort of thing. I have no idea what the heck. <laughs> I know popping. What the heck's whacking? Um, so, like, I didn't even know what whacking was either. Um, but it was just this uh, particular foundation that was a part of hip-hop. Yeah. Um, so we had foundation work workshops with like popping jack um armis and we were learning these foundations slowly but yeah. i think when you're learning foundation you really need to put proper training into it so of course because we, it's like the basis yeah it was like the the base of hip-hop and so we didn't get a much training so we just had to work with what we had yeah um we did a couple of weeks of training at, sometimes at vibe gym sometimes um where we're usually practicing which is across from the library um, like outside the library yeah like that's it's like so cool yeah so that's <laughs> like th those kids you just see on the side of the street but it's like really cool yeah like, yeah so we're just like so it's, you have blacktown library here and then just across from that library is like this civic center 
Yes. Um, we call that CC, so that's where all the dancers in the Western area know. And like, how to often do you guys practice there? So usually it has been three times a week. So Tuesday, Fridays, uh, and 4 to 7. And is there lights there? Uh, there is lights. They have right. lights there. And they recently just um, changed the mirror, like the windows to be kind of reflective so we can see ourselves because wow. the council does know that we dance there a lot of the times and there's a lot of people coming down to practice their sets that's so cool yeah um we were hope like um we really wish that um uh the council would consider dancing as an actual sport 100 um, yeah but it's kind the of council yeah. has a lot of work to do yeah to but <laughs> um but you know like hopefully they'll realize one day or sooner or later so yeah um but um when yeah, after working with what we had, we just trained there. And then I think once it was time for competition, we were all pretty nervous yeah, um, because definitely. we were just a fresh team. No one knew who we were. Um, but when we did the competition, we just did it with our heart's content, did it like we went what hard. What was the comp called? Uh, it's you... called HHR. So it's uh, Hip Hop Internationals. Right. Um, and yeah, so it was my first, I think it was, yeah, it was our first competition ever and we were really nervous like oh of man course. scary scary vibes because everyone had like so much so much experience in dancing and we were just like new hey. <laughs> we're just like newbies. like hey guys but you gotta start somewhere yeah yeah of course um and then we did that um we didn't even like i think after we like performed our set we did it to our heart's content we were just like ready to leave because we never thought like we never did think that we were gonna you know make it yeah even though like we should put some confidence in ourselves but it was more like kind of just knew yeah, yeah um and then we're all like checking out the the, the, the clothes store oh. that was next door next to it and we we're just like checking it out and we all had our backpacks ready to go home and then they were like oh uh varsity division eighth place goes to delinquents and we're like what, what the freak yeah yeah it was crazy because like even if it was eighth place like we still made it out of the 30 crews that was That's competing so crazy and that probably like gave you that confidence yeah in right? that in this sydney division especially like there were so many crews and we never ever expected to make yeah um, That's so crazy yeah and then Mind um blown. once we found that we were just like we ran onto stage with our backpacks and everything not looking so prepared with, for with your backpacks <laughs> yeah with our backpacks <laughs> we're ready to go um but the team were really happy you know with themselves and yeah that, like we pushed really hard and they they acknowledged us for our hard work and effort um and then yeah everyone just went home really satisfied um and i think that was the regional round so that was like the qualifying round for sydney yeah. and then um we went on to the national round but uh due to um me getting my job during that period and i had some youth commitments um i wasn't able to do the national round with my team right that was like the only time i didn't compete with them yeah um so when we did when they did that i told them like i'm so sorry i have to commit to my job and these youth commitments um but i still i was still was there to support them of but course, i came to yeah. training and everything but i just wasn't able to do the competition because mm -hmm. it was on the same weekend of my camp oh. um but my team just did it to their heart's content again and you know um just went there just to you know vibe off the energy there and That's just to so do them you know yeah um but yeah i think after that um yeah it was like after that national round i don't we did another competition called mm -hmm. world supremacy battlegrounds uh this one i did and then we had i think a few more people but this time um two of the girls left our team so it was just me and the boys 
Wow. Me and the, the boys. only girl. <laughs> How is that being like the only girl on the team? Um, I think at first it's like, oh, well, it's, it's who we have. We have to work with what we have. Yeah. Um, But like, I didn't really mind it at all. Like, I was just more focused in, you know, trying to see if we can do much for this comp. Um, WSP was sort of the same experience like HHI. Um, we were going up against a lot of people for the division of varsity and everything. Um, but it was just a bit different because um, we, um, it was like the same because we barely made it to yeah. the next round. So we were just expecting these other crews to beat us and everything. We're like, yeah, nah, we're not going to make it again. It's so, we're so just getting, crazy. You yeah. guys just continuously <laughs> just self-doubt just like, yourself. We're just like, we're going to go home now. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like 10th place, uh, varsity division delinquents. We're just like what out of like 40 that? crews that competed, we actually made it. That's so crazy. Um, yeah. Because when we did the qualifying round for WSB, we didn't make it. We yeah. were like a wild card sort of thing, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and then, um, when we did it again for like the f- semifinal rounds, we made 10th place, which is out of like the 30, 40 crews there were, and it was actually insane. Yeah. Um, and then obviously when we went to the final rounds, we were just like, yeah, just gonna, you know, go for it, you know, do our very best in what we can. And even if we don't make it, you know, we still made it. Yeah. Who finals. made the choreography? Um, so during this period of, of the choreography, we used to always have our choreographer uh, rj make it for us right but then he had complications happen to him midway so he wasn't able to commit to the team anymore yeah so we had to um use what he left us with and then continue to make it our own wow yeah. so this was the beginning of when we had to all um start making our own choreography yeah obviously we weren't sort of like um we were still learning of course but yeah. you know we had to put something there so we just sort of worked with our brains it was like okay we're gonna be doing this we're gonna yeah. be doing that um and you know that was just the beginning of everything where we became a team that you know didn't need a choreographer and just work the together work. yeah work together That's as a so team good. yeah and what were some of the challenges that you faced as a dancer or just some challenges you faced, was it like work commitments, like mm. you said? Like, what were some of the things that you had to overcome? I think it was definitely the work and family. I think for me, it was mainly just the more being confident in myself and yeah. um, as well as the time I commit to my dance crew and my family. Yeah. Because um, ever since, um, like, 2017 ended, 2018 was, like, the year that changed a lot of like changed the crew's name yeah um because i like was working more and then i had to find time to commit to the dance crew as well because i'm more of the person that's like if i start something i stay dedicated to what i need to finish yeah um so whenever i was which is a good trait so when i was competing um when we started the new year i was gonna be like i'm gonna do competition again i gotta make sure i'm committed to it yeah um, but then it was also hard at times because I had a lot of go- stuff going on in my family and yeah. I had to make sure I was committed to them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's always in the end, you know, family is always first. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. when it comes to when it's, when dance for 2018 started, it was starting to become more of my job. Right. Because obviously, as I said before, like when I start something, I end. I of end course. It, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think the toughest challenges was trying to um, balance out my relationship with my family. Yeah. As well as trying to stay committed to dancing. Yeah, definitely. Um, ob- obviously, you know, it worked out in the end. Yeah. Um, regardless of what was going on with my family, we still worked it out. And I still had my family supporting me all the way, which I really, really appreciate it. Because if it wasn't for them, I, I don't know where I would be. Of course, um, yeah. But, and, you know, 
being confident in myself was a major, major thing. Like, I never was confident. I never was confident in what I was doing or what I, like, how I was acting. I always used to dislike who I was as a person a lot of the times. But I think after 2018 and starting in 2019, I was just like, hey, you're not perfect, but you're who you are and that's how God made you be, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it's... I think we always have that kind of pressure on ourselves that we have to be this certain person at this certain time or doing these certain things just to be accepted, you know, and um, majority of it is just learning to accept you, you know, and was that really a hard decision for you to make or was there something that was an epiphany that made you realize that I got to stop? you know beating myself up for this i think it came to times where every time i was dancing everyone would be like you're so good but then inside i would be like yeah like are you sure yes it's like are you are you sure like i'm pretty sure i didn't do this right i didn't really look that good yeah um i think that was like literally literally like majority of 2018 where i was just really self like doubting myself yeah um but then i think during the end of the year when i was like going through a tough time with family yet again um i sort of just like had a little moment when i just sat down and was like hey like people compliment you because they compliment you because they care yeah like whenever my dad always told me was like when someone compliments you you say thank you yeah even if you don't want to say thank you say thank you because they thought about complimenting you first yeah and when people compliment like they don't just say it like they have to actually think about it first so if they're thinking about complimenting you they're thinking about telling you that you're amazing that they like they think you're great so it's more like hey okay this person complimented me i'm gonna say thank you because they actually thought about it yeah of course so i think at that time and place i was like hey like you gotta stop doubting yourself like a lot of people are doubting themselves and maybe if you stop doubting yourself and you know love yourself for who you are like before anyone else because i think the most important thing nowadays is loving yourself before you take care of others because how are you going to love and take care of others if you can't take care of yourself yeah definitely and so when i had that like little epiphany in my mo- my life i started loving myself and being confident for who i am and yeah, then definitely. i was able to you know slowly spread the love to other people who had the same problem so it was like hey you know like usually on my instagram stories i'm just like hey, like, I may not know you, you may not know me, but if you're seeing this, I want to let you know that you're beautiful, you're handsome, and that I want you to have an amazing day because, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be put into this world if God didn't love you for who you are. And it's okay to be different, you know. That's that's so beautiful (laughs) because not many people hear that. Yeah. You know, and from your experience and even from my experience, we just talk so much negativity into our lives Mm. that – we're actually rejecting all the good things that could possibly happen, yeah, you know, 100%. and it's so beautiful. And even on your journey, you were able to mentor like mm. kids like um, we'd bring it on. Like, how was that for you being able to be a mentor, a leader yeah. to these young I've, high school kids? I think when I was in high school, like my school was actually supposed to do it, but we backed out because we had financial problems. But dead. <laughs> <laughs> what school is that? I, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but then when we when I saw that um i could be a mentor last year i was like hey you know i got some spare time maybe like i could maybe give this a go and help out yeah so i asked my friend to um see if i could mentor and they were like yeah you're all aboard and that sort of stuff good to like did you have to audition or not i think just like i think they just had to talk to me about 
everything and making sure that I was there for the right reasons. Of course, yeah. Um, but I think, man, the experience we were bringing on was actually, it was such a different but very satisfying experience. Yeah. Um, And I think, like, not just because, like, you know, I get to, like, go to schools and tell these kids what to do. It's not, like, mentoring is so much more different than that. Like, mentoring is being a guide for these kids, like, putting them, like, giving them a path and they need to push themselves throughout that path exactly yeah. so my experience for last year um for me it was my my only idea about buyer was just being that guide for them yeah. and giving them this this like this like say like they were not too sure if they should do this and like okay maybe you can do this but maybe you can do that and then from them they're figuring that they on their own that, you yeah. know having that confidence to be able to take that step forward by themselves um and for me, it was just really the satisfying feeling of seeing these kids enjoy themselves throughout dance because that's what dancing does for me. It's being able, it's not just always about moving your body to the music. It's, it's much more than that. It's dancing is being able to express yourself through moves. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Like, yeah. what does dance even mean to yeah, you? Yeah, so like yeah. for me, like dancing is, as I said, like it's not just moving your body to like like all these like hype music and everything. It's really about express like dancing is so much more than just one word in one move it's like a whole entire universal world where you can express yourself for who you are wow and yeah. like really tell people through these dance like this dancing or like styles you're more confident with like someone could be popping but they can pop their entire story through that you know it's just it's such it's crazy. a crazy it's definitely crazy i want to ask you do you <laughs> actually believe in that line where they're like everyone can dance like the th- <laughs> <laughs> i don't the thing is like a lot of people like feel that dancing is such a restricted talent but it's just you know like you just dancing, gotta put the effort yeah, into know, it right like people think that dancing is doing these really mad like mad choreographies but it's just like if you're bumping your head you know like <laughs> grooving, grooving to your grooving to that that's like a like grooving to music that's like a natural thing you know yeah and if you can do that you you definitely if you believe in yourself you can definitely dance i don't think there is ever a restriction because right. i you never just yeah. gotta try it you just gotta give anything. it a go you know that's yeah. so crazy and so what were some of the things you kind of like implemented like what were some good habits that you brought on to become a better dancer um i think oh man what did i what, like did, what I, did you do what did i <laughs> what oh, i think okay so i think obviously the f- number one thing is to definitely be more confident in yourself yeah um, was I that think, more like self-talk or like i think you could oh, do it. i think it was you know like a learning experience like learning from other people mm-hmm. and maybe going to classes you learn from others um it's like um they were like every time I would go to a lesson, they would tell me this like, crazy knowledge, and I would be like, "Whoa, that's yeah. crazy! Like this is something I can maybe implement." And it's just um, learning. Like you just pick up on these things, and you're just like, it just becomes something. Like if it works for you, it works for you, and then it just becomes something you do. Like, yeah. um, so for me, it's like I feel like it is hard to sort of learn to love yourself because some people, so many, have so many doubts. But then you you need to always remember that it takes time. Of it's course, never it's yeah. never an easy road to love yourself for who you are. Um, so yeah, number one would be like definitely being confident in myself. Mm-hmm. I think um, number two would probably be 
going out and doing things like you you're not gonna learn how to dance if you just sit in your chair yeah that's true so what nothing like did you just go to these practices go to workshops um so i think the number one thing that has helped me was training three times a week um we would learn choreographies or make choreographies or competing in these competitions and they really 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 just sort of pushed me to and expand on my knowledge as a dancer and making choreography or on my mindset or everything yeah and then that sort of helped me and pushed me towards to going to dance classes. So it would be like taking people that have experience in this particular foundation, which is maybe dance hall or popping or going just to an urban choreography class. Yeah. And then learning sets of them. And then through that set, you can learn so many moves and create your own sort of set, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's making sure like making sure you like go out and learn like you can't learn when you're sitting in a chair and doing yeah. nothing, you know? Um, and I think so one was being confident two would be going out and taking classes and um, three is uh, this is like the number one thing my manager says to the crew the all the time it's uh, consistency you know being consistent with your effort yeah um, because if you're not consistent when you're training or when you're going out to take classes um, it won't like your result like the, the hard work you put into that won't show of course so obviously yeah. like um being consistent with what you're doing so that the results can show in the end because hard work does pay off. It's so true. There's this yeah. um, theory called the slight edge. Mm-hmm. And if anything, if you just make those little habits and yeah. do it continuously, the impact is huge, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely. guess your dancing is a testimony to mm-hmm. that, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah. So I was making sure I was consistent with all of this. And if I could do that, then I, could, I know that my hard work will pay off. And it did yeah. because... You ended up going to LA competing. <laughs> that was yeah. huge, man. Yeah, no, it was definitely, definitely crazy because, um, like, last year, that's, like, when I said, like, every, 2018 was the year that changed it yeah. all for us because we competed in a totally new division, adults, and then we competed adults. We did our set. We just, we trained so many months on this, like, two-minute set that we just, like, worked our butts off. Two minutes only. Two minutes only. That's insane. That's like that's how much work you that goes into a competition set. So it's yeah. a lot of hard work. Um, and when we did it, we were just like obviously knowing that Vlachity didn't go so well for us, but we did a good job anyways. We were just like, okay, whatever, we, whatever. Like we, our mindset is to go for first. We we will we will always be humble with whatever result of we course, get. Yeah. So when we did it, like we had the preliminary round, which is just the judges to give us feedback mm-hmm. and. I think we, when from my memory, we came first for our preliminary round. Yeah. And so that means we went last to perform on the actual qualifier round. And so we did the qualifier round and then... And do you do the same set yeah, throughout? Yeah, same and set. And then you just improve, and then, improve, yeah, improve. Yeah. So right. we did the same set. So for our qualifying um, qualifying round, we, we performed last. We gave it our all. And then when there was... Um, I think there was four, four or five crews in the adult division last year. Yeah, we were still pretty nervous because you could, you never know what to expect. Of it's just, course, it's just that yeah. heart. You just have to wait. And then we were just, I was so scared. My heart, my heart was thumping. I was holding my friend's like jacket really tight. <laughs> and then you just hear the um, Sydney um, first place in uh, adult division delinquents. I mean, just that's like crazy. And that's number this. one in Australia. Uh, this is number one in Sydney. So Sydney. this was the qualifying round. Yeah. And wow. then our national final round was in Queensland. So right. we, we changed our set. In hometown. Yeah. <laughs> we improved our set. And then um, we flew over, stayed there for like three nights, I think. And then 
we had the preliminary round yet again. Um, we came first for that too. Um, we were pretty shocked because we were up against the best in Australia. So it was, was crazy. Who was the other crews? So I think, uh, I don't remember top. all of them, but um, I know there was the other Sydney crew. So it was Noflex and Sweet Feet. Okay. Um, and then we had like another one from uh, Queensland. Mm-hmm. And then we had, uh, what was one of the other crews again? Oh, yeah, I don't have the greatest memory. That's I'm so right. sorry, but <laughs> don't there were so it. many yeah. other good adult crews as well. Um, and then the next day we had the final final round, and we were so scared because we had one of the crews that competed in 2017 at the World Championship, and they came third in the world. Wow! And these guys are called the D, and I love them so much. So much respect. Yeah. Um, and they were they were competing too, and we were like, oh my god, That's oh huge. my god, we're scared. Uh, yeah. Um. So when we did that. It was like um, super nerve-wracking, but we just, you know, we just did it with our hearts content, just vibed off each other's energy. Um, but during the performance, we kind of had some mishaps, like one of the um, boys' hats fell off, oh, and that's a no. deduction. So, <gasps> really? If your hat falls off? Yeah. That is so dumb. Yeah, um, I mean, but I it, it, it follows the rules. And then I think once that <laughs> happened... Um, super glue, super glue. <laughs> I think once that happened, we knew that we straight away just thought we weren't going to make it. Like, we gave, oh, we gave imagine up. imagine being the one it was, where your hat fell yeah, off. Yeah, I know. It was like, <laughs> yeah, one, like, one of the boys, like, his name's Jonah, his hat fell off. He was, like, just sitting down, super devastated. Oh, we were all like, man. dude, don't worry, it's okay. Like, whatever happens, don't worry about it. We'll just work on it. Yeah. And then we were just not thinking that we are going to make it, but we had one of our friends being like, hey, you guys going to get first, don't worry about it. Like, the only person that said that to us wow. and our manager. Yeah. And we were just like, that's not going to happen. We we lost. We lost this There's opportunity. There's so much doubt during that waiting period. It's and then, like you're picking up every yeah, little I thing know. saying and then that we didn't get literally it. Literally, in that, that few seconds, they were about to announce. Because um, so third was um, another one. Second was no flex. And then they were like about to announce first. We were just like, it's the D. They, they won it easy. They killed it. And they're just like first place delinquents, and we're just like, what oh my gosh, the I just freak? Got I know, and like I started crying because I was like, this actually happened. Like, we're like, unreal. We're now like the best Australia d- adults dance crew till this day. Yeah, till this day, and that we're gonna is crazy. be defending our title in one month's time. But yeah, oh my it was gosh, such that's so exciting. It's a crazy experience, but man, when we went to LA, it was just like forty-two countries in one place, and competing for the best in the world was actually insane. And, and did you do that same set? Uh, we improved it a bit. Yeah. Um, we changed it up a bit. And we came 34th to 35th out of like 64 dance crews. For our first time, it was really, really good. Yeah, Obviously, definitely. it wasn't the result we wanted. But you know, what can we do? We mm. just always have to work harder from each of this and every single experience that we go through. And how do you go in terms of like competition? I mean, you know other people, yeah, right? Yeah. Competing against you. Yeah. Like, how do you get yourself in a position where it's like, you don't want to be too negative, but you want to be supportive, but you want to be better? Like. Um, I think it's like, I think recently we've been saying the saying, it's like, it's okay to be cocky in your group, but it's not okay to be cocky out of your group. So wow, with yeah. that sort of saying, it was like, it's like, okay, you can definitely be um, straight up in your crew. But like when it comes to other crews, making sure you're supporting and being humble. Yeah. Um, I think one of the crews that... <coughs> We always love supporting, regardless if even if we were competing against each other. We actually were competing with these guys for the three of the competitions we did last year. Yeah. So HHI, WSB, and ADCC. What the hell do and these stand for? <laughs> so, <laughs> Hip Hop Internationals, World Supremacy Battlegrounds, and Australian Dance Gear Championships. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, 
They're they're called Sweefy. They're based in Wollongong, and ah. they're the craziest crew. And how big is their crew? Um, it's think it's like a seven, eight. Okay. I'm not exactly too yeah. sure, but these crew, like this crew, we we were up against all the time, but we were just so, so supportive of each other. Of course, and I think yeah. that's a really important thing in this community is just supporting each exactly. other regardless of how yeah. you're, you're competing against. I think. When you're on the stage, you're competing against each other. But when you're off that stage, you're, you're just so you're supportive. Just, eh? You're just people that love to dance, you know. That's so beautiful. So, yeah, really shout out to Sweepy B for being such a supportive team. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> and so I guess my last question is like, how would you, what kind of advice would you give to other dancers that, you know, go through the same struggles that you have gone through or would be going through? Um, I think it was, I think it would be just, Again, I think would be one consistency. Be consistent with what you do because obviously you can't get anywhere if you know don't take that step forward. Yeah. And I think the second thing is don't be afraid to like to, you know, show f- for who you are. So obviously everyone is different. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, sh- definitely everyone's different is when they're dancing and and I think the main thing is don't compare yourself to anyone. That's the hardest thing. That is such because a hard thing. Because we're so exposed yeah, to it we're everywhere, so especially on Instagram. It's just like, or, I think yeah. the number one thing I say to myself is when I try not to compare myself to people, because I used to do that all the time. But then I'm just like, hey, if I was supposed to be like this person, I would have been born like this person. Course, but I was born yeah. differently. And yeah. that, is, that is okay to be different. Mm-hmm. So I think the number one thing is never compare yourself to anyone else because... You're, you weren't you weren't born to be like them. You were born to be you. Exactly. So that's okay to be different, and you know. So it's mainly consistency, um, and you know, being you. Yeah, being you. Because it's so tiring when you yeah. try to be somebody else. You yeah, know? it definitely physically, is. mentally, financially. Yeah. Like, oh my god. You know, definitely. You're trying to keep up with all these people. <laughs> it's like you know what? What am I trying to prove? Yeah. You know. You, you know? just be happy with who you are and where you are because if you just keep it consistent, it will take you somewhere. Of trust, course, trust. And I know. Look at this, number one in Australia. <laughs> take advice from hopefully, her. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> in the fun times, you can defend that title. Oh, yeah. how exciting! Well, yeah. Mariel, I wish you all the best. Thank you like, so much. Um, so I guess you guys are defending your title, but what's next for you as a dancer? Um, so hopefully, in the times coming, like, um, I would love to be a choreographer. Um, you know, like teach what I um, love to make around the world. Hopefully one day. Yeah. Um, I know I have, I'm so young and I have so many more years to yeah, come. So much um, more to come. But definitely. I think take little baby steps one at a time, you know, don't That's rush so things. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mario. Oh, good. Thank you so time. much. Thank it's you. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure talking to you, listening to you. I feel inspired, <laughs> even though I'm an oldie. But um, if you guys want to check out Mario and the, the delinquents they are on instagram yeah we are on instagram so our instagram name is official delinquents and then my personal instagram is at just mario with four e's at the end <laughs> four e's guys four e's Don't i'm pretty worry. sure we'll, we'll put it on the the post but thanks again no worries. thank you so much and peace out peace, peace.